broadcasting on the BBC to all points unknown. If you're within the sound of my voice, you're listening to Welcome Home Podcast on the BBC. Thank you for joining us on episode 13 of Welcome Home, a Disney Parks and Vacation Club podcast. I am Tom, and I'm here with Trevor and Damon. Hey, guys. How's it going? Good. How are you? Good. You might notice that Trevor is here, and we kind of said last week, you know, that Trevor was going to be on vacation, but um, there were some things that happened and uh, some some weather-related events that we'll get into in a second here. (laughs) So uh, we're happy to have Trevor with us, but it's for unfortunate reasons, so that's unfortunate. But Trevor's going to talk a little bit about something that happened, uh, (laughs) weather-related events, so Trevor's actually with us today. Yeah, it's Irma reasons. I think is what people are calling Irma. (laughs) What what are they calling it? Irma God, as in like <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I didn't. I had not heard that. I, I kind of like that. <laughs> I, I've seen that one in a few places. So yeah, it uh, it, it it kind of um, delayed our trip a little bit. <laughs> a little bit, a little bit, and we're gonna we're gonna get into that in like one second because I wanted to talk really really quickly. Um, just I don't. I know it's like kind of a bummer to start off on this type of note, but. Um, you know, wanted to mention just some uh, some news really quickly, if you don't mind, Trevor. Before we well, talk, yes, absolutely. This is this is important this to is me too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. This is a big one. Any Imagineering fan, this is uh, this is kind of a big one. And uh, somebody needs to go find Bob Gurr and like make sure nothing happens to him because we're we're losing all the great Imagineers that are you know legendary. And um, so, if you hadn't heard the news, uh, Ex Atencio, um, as his uh, name was, is, was a legendary Imagineer. He just died. Yeah. Um, we were going to say something, Trevor. No, I, I'm just, yeah, it's, it's bummer. It sucks. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it really sucks. And I mean, he was 98 years old. Um, if you don't know about X, um, his first name was Xavier, but he went by X. Um, he was personally called by Walt Disney uh, back in 1965 to become part of Imagineering. Um, had no idea what he was doing. He was an animator that had worked on Pinocchio and Fantasia. And so he uh, got called to be an Imagineer. And uh, you guys have definitely heard his work before um, because he wrote uh, Yo-Ho, Yo-Ho, Pirate's Life for Me. He wrote Grim Grinning Ghosts. He wrote the scripts to many attractions, including Pirates of the Caribbean, Adventure Through Inner Space, which is an old uh, attraction, and uh, also The Haunted Mansion. He was a Disney legend, and uh, it's, it's a bummer. Yeah, but I mean, at the same time, it's like his, his legacy are these are some of the strongest attractions in in Magic Kingdom, right? So, I mean, I, I guess it's good, you know, that we can go and still enjoy his work. But yeah, yeah. It, it, it's it's sad because I mean, really, he hasn't been doing Imagineering for a long time, but it's just really it's hard to you know see someone who's had that huge of an influence over the parks pass away. <laughs> Yeah, for sure, especially with those classic attractions, Halloween coming up, and, you know, I know one of my favorite things around Halloween is we have kids trick-or-treating at our house. We always will play Grim Grinning Ghosts in the background, and <laughs> it's such a classic, you know? <laughs> yeah, we, we do that, too. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. you have to, right? Because yeah. it's such a great song, and uh, the music is so great in it. And he, he has also done some voices at some of the various Disney attractions as well uh, in the past, so just really sad. So anyway... Yeah, so so now that we've got that out of the way, let's talk about <laughs> yeah, something else. Yeah, all the sad news, <laughs> all the sad news, yeah. uh, you know, in the way there. Yeah. Uh, so we'll talk a little bit about, as you guys heard, you know, obviously if you pay any attention to uh, the news or Disney boards, <laughs> that uh, Hurricane Irma hit right pretty much as 
Trevor was gonna arrive at Disney World. Yeah, so so this this was a huge monkey wrench in our plans. Um, so I, I guess I'll kind of give a timeline of how this went. Um, so we we saw we heard Hurricane Irma was coming. We were watching um, the National Hurricane Center, and we were we were really keeping an eye on what the path was. And so by about Monday night before we left, it it was getting pretty clear it was going to hit Florida. And we were like, okay, do we go? Do we not go? And then by Tuesday night, it was even more bang on. And it was, it was showing as, you know, this is one of the worst hurricanes that Florida or not Florida, but like down in the Caribbean has had. So by, by Tuesday night, and this is probably the weirdest thing that's ever happened in my family is that my wife and I were literally going back and forth between, well, you know, we could go and it, it, it might be okay. Like, like, let's fly into the path of a hurricane and try and ride it out. And, and when, and that's a strange thing to think about. Yeah. And, and, <laughs> and in retrospect, just the, the conversation was really kind of bonkers because it, so for anyone listening to this, first and foremost, like safety comes above everything else. And I mean, that's for my family, that's for everybody. And especially at Disney, you know, the thing is, is that, when we sat down and really thought about it, we realized if we had chosen to fly down there, we're just another person or another group of people that Disney has to worry about, right? It's it's another family in a potential crisis situation. So that's a really good way to think about it. I mean, I think that's very nice. I think a lot of people don't think that way, but you're absolutely right. I mean, especially with something like that going on. It's a great way to think about it. Yeah, and, and I mean, that really helped get us help us get some perspective on what we were talking about at the time was, you know, yeah, it, it was our vacation. I've been working hard to plan this uh, and we were really excited, but ultimately we Thursday night or not Thursday night, Tuesday night, we pulled the plug. And so we said, no, we can't do this. This is way too dangerous. And we got to reschedule. So then I went into planning overdrive mode <laughs> So when I woke up, replanning all the your like year of work of planning, you're just re- got to replan all that in like days. Yeah, <laughs> right? uh, actually, it all happened. The majority of it happened over Wednesday. So what I did was I phoned in sick from work, and if anyone from work is listening, I'm sorry, I had to do this. But I phoned in sick, and first thing in the in the morning, I got on the phone and I started making phone calls. One thing to keep in mind with my trip is that I had kind of a unique situation that our flights were, uh, so we had, we had booked one of our flights with cash and then two of our flights, we had actually won uh, travel vouchers from a contest in my wife's work. And the problem is, is that because we had those travel vouchers, uh, rescheduling was actually a lot more difficult because they have a lot of rules and stipulations around them. So we couldn't just say, you know, let's push it out six months and we're good. We had a limited time to use these. So I didn't want to lose out on those because that was really, if we didn't use those vouchers, it was going to end up costing us a lot more money to do the same trip. So what I ended up getting was they uh, the, the airline was kind enough to push it out two weeks for us. So we, we got the window pushed two weeks, but then we actually had an extra day added on to our trip because we couldn't get a flight on the Saturday like we had originally planned. We ended up getting 
so I ended up getting a flight Friday morning. So, so we're actually going to be there an extra day. So once I had the flight, then I phoned Disney and I started changing everything. And th the first thing that I did was I phoned DVC, of course. So, so for anyone listening, start with DVC because that's where your, your accommodations are. And they're, they were really good to work with me. And the other thing to keep... How long did you have to wait on the phone? Uh, was it a really long wait? The, the longest wait I had was an hour and a half. So, and, and so the way it kind of went down was I started with DVC and I called them and I, and I found out what my options were. Um, the, this uh, experience actually was a really good run of the reasons why um, we have hurricane insurance or so so disney has a really good hurricane policy but also i realized why my use year was so important with uh this call because when i called them i found out that for so for two weeks from from when i called there was nothing available there's absolutely nothing in in dbc that i could get for two weeks and i didn't want to wait list because that was way too risky for the amount of time we were talking about so we ended up booking our, th this trip coming up, we, we paid the extra thousand dollars for rooms and we're actually staying at Caribbean beach for the trip instead of at a DVC resort, but Damon's favorite resort. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, so going back to the DVC thing, when I, when I was talking to them, what they told me was, um, because of the hurricane policy, usually when you cancel a trip that close, your points go into holding for like 60 days, I think it is. And then if you don't use them in those 60 days, they're gone. Like you, you actually lose your points because I was, because of the hurricane policy, our points didn't go into holding. They actually just went back into our account as per normal and they were valid until the end of our current use year, which in my case happens to be May, 2018 is when this use year was up. Oh, wow. So you had lots of time to use those. Points. Exactly. So, so the, this is where, um, when you're planning your trips, you really don't, if you're using points in the current year, you really don't want to be right at the end of your use year. And also having your use year, you know, if it, if it ends September, October, trying to plan something September, October is really risky because of hurricanes, right? Like you don't get time to react and reschedule and all that. So, these are these are good learning experiences to keep in mind for anybody that is is booking these kinds of trips because until I actually saw it in practice, I didn't realize how important it was that my user happened to be end of May. <laughs> yeah, that makes it really good because you're not in the middle of hurricane season, you know, where this is hurricane season right now, right? So yeah, exactly. <laughs> it, made, it made it a little bit easier for you because you can you can you know wait to spend those points all the way until may so yeah and so so the nice thing is is that i actually have been able to um redo my booking for may because i do have a, a trip booked in may so we're using up some of those points and then the points that i was going to use in may i'm going to be banking into the next year which i can use on the next trip why, why may again just is, was there a reason it, it just seems so close to like other new stuff opening so, so, that's why so I when I when I initially did the contract, um, I had talked with uh, my DBC representative, and he and we explained to him, you know, our plan was we generally would either go September October or or we would go um, like February March were the the prime times that we were planning to go. And so he suggested that we make our our use year end in the middle of the summer, so like 
like May, June, July kind of time frame. And the reason, and this is exactly the reason, is that that way when we're planning trips, we don't we don't end up in a situation where we're canceling a trip, even even though our May trip is actually really close to the end of the use year. We knew that though because of because uh, of my son's birthday. But in most cases, if something comes up and we have to cancel, we're not. It's it's not you know, having to use those points within 30 days because our use year is up at the end of, of September or something like that. And then so you really thought through your use year, like, cause when I bought, I didn't even think about, I just, we just got whatever use year. We I got. didn't either. <laughs> yeah. So, so when I booked or not when I booked, when I bought, we actually like the, the whole, I think I told you guys the whole process took place over like a month. And I like, I asked this guy, like, tons and tons of questions and yeah so that this was one of the things that came up was when he mentioned user I, I didn't quite understand it at the time but now that i've i've experienced this i realize yeah it's a good thing that that we have that amount of time to reschedule because otherwise i would i i would have been losing about 120 points on this trip so <laughs> Oh, wow. I think that yeah. I would have agreed with you on, on, on canceling. I think the only thing is, is that the people that did ride it out, while they may have been a drain on the Florida resources, man, did you see some of those wait times? Yeah, true. I mean, it, th- this is the thing is, you know, we, we probably could have gone, but again, just because it was, it, it was such a... Thing coming from outside of the country is also a, a bigger deal, right? Yeah, because when we, if we decide to go down there, we're literally... In another country, we don't have easy access to to anything outside of the resort, and that and that was the thinking too. Is you know, that's fine. We could have gotten down there. We could have gotten into a hotel room. Would we have actually gotten food and water and all that kind of stuff? Because we literally would have been landing like the night before the hurricane hit. At that point, all the resources, like I mean, there was nothing available at any local stores or anything like that. So. But but isn't it funny though because it's Disney and because you know everyone loves Disney so much you, you do give it a second thought right where mm-hmm. like if you had a trip planned to I don't know where it doesn't really matter I guess you probably would have been like ah yeah whatever you know yeah cancel that trip you might not even thought about rescheduling it you know D- Disney is a little something different which I think is uh, which is tough too yeah and, and especially knowing too that uh, they're I mean watching the way they handled this hurricane they did. Like the difference between Matthew and this one was yeah. night and day. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like and my my parents were there for Matthew, so so I had a little bit like for me, like I had a little bit more of a different feeling about it since my parents kind of rode that one out. Mm-hmm. Um, but they would have probably said the same thing. You know, you you still, regardless, you lose time somewhere, right? And it's not like Disney is ninety dollars a day. Yeah. Right? So you're going and <laughs> and it's this and it's that. You know, you lose a day and all of a sudden. You know, the financial aspect of it, it hits a little bit harder. So I think I would agree with, you know, kind of what you did, even though those lines, though, oh, boy. I'm sure you saw some of them and were like, <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, man. You're looking at the app. Yeah, you get on, on a, a Seven Dwarfs Mine train with a 10-minute wait or 15-minute wait. <laughs> and, and, and that was the thing is, you know, we really, yeah, we could have probably gone and, yeah, we could have done a whole bunch of stuff really fast. But ultimately, we would have actually, instead of having an eight-day trip, it would have been closer to like a five-day trip, which really... Well, yeah, a lot of stuff jammed clothes. in. Yeah, yeah, that, that that's a lot to, to cram in when... And also keep in mind, you know, we're, we're on 10-year withdrawal. Yeah, so. I was, that's what, the other thing I was going to say. I think for, for some of us, you know, 
we went recently, so for us to go to Pandora and just kind of roll through that and then go over just to Epcot and then be done, it, it's a different vacation for us because we go every year where, like you said, you're coming off this wait where there's got to be a little bit more planning, that there's got to be a lot of time, things timing-wise have to work, and I would agree, you probably would have missed out on certain stuff, and it, it's not just about the rides, right? The experience of Disney is the experience of Disney, so five to eight days, whether you get on the same amount of rides or not, it's still a different experience. And, and well, you're absolutely right, it's it's all about the experience and sorry what were you going to say tom no i was just going to say and it was smart of you too because there were so many unknowns you know like even if you would have gone down there who knows like if you know the park took a direct hit you know maybe there's there would be more damage than there actually was and then you know your eight day turn into five days turn into four days or you know or you're missing out on certain things because it was damaged or you know or maybe you wouldn't be able to get out maybe the airport wouldn't have opened you know there's so many variables that could have happened so i think you made the right choice yeah exactly and it and this and like i said this was not an easy choice by any means it was like damon said it was a struggle to to get to that point but then like i said once that wednesday hit and i realized you know okay we're replanning once i got the flight locked down and i got the accommodations locked down um I just I went right back into like finding any available fast passes, finding bookings, and I actually for for what I ended up missing out on, I think I actually did really good for salvaging this. So um, to give a, a quick comparison of of the the things that I originally planned and what we're going to end up doing now, we still have the Halloween party booked. So we I was actually able to move my Halloween party tickets from the tenth. I'm sorry to hear that <laughs> to, oh, I mean, to the twenty fourth. <laughs> Um, so, so, so that's still going to be exactly the same, which is great. We still kept the star Wars, uh, dessert party, which I, I was lucky cause the, so looking at two weeks on the Thursday, there was nothing available on the Thursday, but they did have spots still available on the Monday showing. So we still have the star Wars dessert party. That's great. Yeah, and then uh, and then we still we still got a booking for the Sci-Fi Dining Theater and for Crystal Palace. So, I'm you made out good. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty yeah. happy with that overall. I mean that that's c- considering um, what we gave up. Really, the the only big things that I'm a little sad we missed out on is that I canceled the Hoopty Doo show because I figured we can do that in May. Yeah, yeah. It, I mean, yeah. I, I want to see it, but I was like, you know what? Yeah. Let's just. We'll do it next I guess trip. that's the good thing for you too, though, is that you're not looking at another 10-year hiatus. So even though you had to reschedule, because you are going in May, just like you said, okay, there's certain things that you could do next time. Yeah, and then unfortunately, the one thing that we can't do next time is the Moonlight Magic Party, which it really when i saw some of the posts from it yeah it, it really kind of I, I felt for you i was a little upset for you yeah, yeah. I, I i felt the same like i saw all these people posting about like walk-ons to uh flight of passage and i was like oh man yeah trevor must be dying looking at this stuff. Yeah. you know why because you're only going to want to be on it once anyway it's not even that good uh, okay <laughs> let's let's go Says with that the only now. person that thinks that <laughs> well so so again um actually so another consolation prize in all this too is when it came to fast pass booking uh, i did actually still get on seven dwarfs mine train which i was surprised about um flights of passage forget it i i could not find anything for the week but i did still manage to get a fast pass for navi river cruise all right so here's here's the big question then so what are you gonna do you're gonna try to rope drop it 
Um, I'm not sure yet. We, my wife and I, have been going back and forth about it, and oh, that's interesting. Yeah, we we're we may try. the The only thing is, is that we're we're very much aware that you know, rope dropping it means you're still effectively waiting like an hour plus. You're just doing it oh, outside. More than that. You're doing it outside the park, right? <laughs> it, well, well, yeah. Not only that, but unless you're one of those, like I'm going to air quote here, one of those people. Mm-hmm. Unless you're running to the front, you are still going to be an hour. I mean, again, we rope drop the river ride, right? Mm-hmm. And we were like, okay, so we were on the river ride. Let's say for ten minutes, twenty minutes. What, what do you think it is, Tom? Just length wise, let's call it twenty minutes, right? Yeah, it was, yeah, let's call it twenty minutes from start to finish. So rope dropped, 20 minutes, three-hour line for a flight of passage by the time we got out. Yeah. So so I think rope dropping, if you're there, and like you said, you have to be there at least an hour early, and then you probably still got another hour in line. That would be my guess. You're looking between an hour and a half, two hours. You know or you the, do what Tom said. Is that night? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and also – but also on the bright side of this, though, too, I – fast-passing flight of passage, I was actually a little bit bummed because the queue line looked so cool – there were so many cool things in the queue line that you just skip right past. You don't get to see any of it, pretty much. <laughs> hey, listen, that, that, that's what somebody that says that gets a fast pass. There's nobody that's ever waited in a three-hour line that says, oh, man, I got to see some well, really cool stuff, though. I, I, I would have waited in a three-hour line. <laughs> I'd wait in maybe an hour line to, to check all that stuff out. Definitely not three hours. <laughs> yeah, and, and I think that's kind of our, our criteria here is that we're, we're, gonna, we're keeping an eye on it. I mean, I know, like, this last week, it's been really quiet and it's been pretty easy to get onto so yeah um i mean we're gonna see how it kind of plays out when we're there we we don't go to animal kingdom until the wednesday so i'm hoping do you have only one day there um right now we only have one day but we actually have is it an early opening or a late night or no uh, no, it's just a regular day so we we we've actually left the last couple of days of our trip just completely open so we have no idea we may end up back there again we may not so well, in your AP, so you can park hop, you can go anywhere it, you want. Exactly. So, so we're we're kind of going to decide, uh, or I've I've seen it um, quoted on some various YouTube channels is we're going to let the Disney winds guide us on this trip and see where we end up. So, <laughs> I like that. I never thought about that. Yeah. <laughs> and again, worst case for you is let's just say crazy talk here. You skip flight of passage. Mm-hmm. You'll be there in May. Yeah, exactly. So, and they will have died down a little bit by then. One would, you know, hope. <laughs> well, <laughs> I think once hope, Toy Story then. opens, it'll maybe. But die you see, down Toy a Story won't be open by then. We may. Well, we don't know. It could. Well, we said summer though, right? May is yeah, still not summer. summer. May's not really summer. <laughs> we might get a soft opening. You never know. You might get a soft opening. Yeah, yeah. That's and true. if you pull strings, you could definitely go in. You just got to talk to the right people. Oh, I'm sure. get some press passes yeah. up in here. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, so again, you know, it's it's not the worst thing in the world that we're missing out on these things and and yeah like you said is that we're just kind of going into it with we're gonna we're gonna go we're gonna just really take our time and enjoy it as much as we can and whatever we don't see we're gonna plan for it in may now so tom when's your next trip uh don't know (laughs) (laughs) me i don't know the wife really wants to do a long weekend uh at like in the beginning of the year uh but you have annual pass as well not anymore. We've done it before, but uh, we didn't this past year. How do you so. do a weekend then? That's that's brutal on the pockets. Isn't it is. It, it is mm-hmm. brutal in the pockets. So I don't. I don't know if that's going to happen. So we went for two days. Again, thinking. we're five, but we went for two days. I mean, we're those tickets even just for two days, and they weren't even park hoppers. We're still, I said like twelve hundred or something. I was like, it's, 
I don't know. And don't know. someone's going to be mad if I said twice. It's either nine hundred or twelve hundred. See, it's I'm covering amount. my bases. <laughs> and the uh, the DVC discount tickets are only for five days too, right? Yep. Yeah. So yeah, unless you're going to have an extra long weekend, Tom. <laughs> yeah, I, this wasn't necessarily yeah. my idea. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I would love to go next year to go next summer. I just don't know if it's going to be in the cards for us. I, I have point, a so. very, very ingenious thought for my next amount of points. So this will lead us into our, our listener question. But I want, to, I want Trevor's thought on this before he leaves. So this is what I was thinking. So we wanted to go for, and again, I know we're going to talk about this later for our new, the, the new food thing. Well, I don't even think it's really new. So mm-hmm. the, the holiday food thing, right? Yeah. So this is what I was thinking. If my parents were to, let's say, book a trip, right? Whatever that trip happened to be money-wise, if they were to book over, let's say, we'll, we'll use Thanksgiving, around Thanksgiving as kind of the criteria, the points are so high, and the I mean, excuse me, the, the amount of money they would spend is so high. I was wondering if, like, maybe I could get them to give me, like, to price out a trip, give me the money that they would have paid for that trip, and then me buy more points, and then use those points, right, to get my use here in there, so that I can actually, let's just say, I bought twenty five points, right, and then to be able to actually use a back year, the current year, and the year in front for, let's say, seventy five points based on the amount of money they were putting into the trip and then like walk away kind of even scale but I'd all of a sudden have 25 extra points again. That that's an interesting way to do it. So so yeah, what what you're saying is so like you've got 25 points right now that you're going to give them, but you're going to charge them kind of the equal I'd buy those points. They'd give me the money up front, say, "Hey, this is what the trip would have cost." Right. I'm going to give it to you and then I'm going to go buy those points. Oh, okay. Because then, when you buy the points right then and there, you usually get the points the previous year. You can usually work that. And then right? you can bank previous to the year, next, current year. Yeah. yeah. So I might be able to sneak 75 points, let's just say, for a trip for them, which would cover them for that time. But then all of a sudden, going forward, I have 25 extra points. And I think the price might be close. we we'll have to do the math on that. Mm-hmm. that. That's an interesting idea, for sure. Imagine if you can make a legitimate like plan out of that. Like, hey, no, no, no. You guys want to go to Disney? Just give me the money. I'll take oh, care of it. Yeah, well, come out with like thousands of points. Well, yeah, because you know you, you you book using your current DVC, so you can you yep. help them book. But then, yeah, you use the money that they so they would save money because they would they're not paying for actual deluxe accommodations. They're paying DVC Correct. prices. Yep. But then you funnel that money back into expanding your DVC. <laughs> exactly the DVC <laughs> empire. Yeah. <laughs> Now that this is recorded, though, I hope they don't listen to the podcast, you know, because then they're going to be. <laughs> yeah, Tom, no, you mean my parents? Yeah, no, no, parents. I was very upfront with them. Oh, okay, I, okay. I told them, like, hey, listen, this would definitely be beneficial to me, but it still might be beneficial to you as well. Just edit that part out, Tom. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, I'll just, I'll, just, I'll just take that part out and post. Yeah. <laughs> so, so you pretty much got everything that you really wanted, with the exception of the hotel, and, of course, you're missing the, the Moonlight Magic, too. So. Yep. But again, you know, we're we're still going. We're still, um, we're still. We have our annual passes. We have dining reservations. I, I, honestly, I I don't think we're gonna miss out on much, except for you know, I really, I really did want to stay at the Polynesian, but I think we may just you know go by there and have a look, and maybe you know stop and eat some Tonga toast and a Dole Whip, and just exactly. call it good this yeah. time. So. That's a good idea. Yeah. At least you could get a little bit of the experience, get yourself a dull whip, get some Tonga toast and yeah. 
I actually had Tonga Toast for the first time on my last trip, and I couldn't believe how large the portion was. It is huge. <laughs> I've, I've never had Tonga Toast, and I'm really kind of mad about that. And I stayed there. Yeah, no, well, now you have a goal, so... <laughs> <laughs> I have a lot of Disney goals. They all center around food for some reason, though. I, nothing wrong with that. <laughs> I feel like every time we do a show, Damon, you get another Disney goal because Trevor and I bring up something you didn't know about. <laughs> I like Disney goals. They they make it interesting to, to go and keep tripping there, for sure. Mm-hmm. Of course. Yeah, because there's always something new, right? So, <laughs> so uh, anything else, Trevor, you want to mention about your trip or about your rescheduling experience or, or any uh, other special things that kind of happened when uh, when you were rescheduling that and... You know, all the things that because I think it's good for the people that listen to this, you know, to know if you have to reschedule your trip, you know, due to weather or due to whatever, you know, kind of the situation that you end up running into, uh, you know, when you have to reschedule those things. Uh, so, yeah, I'll actually so a couple of lesson, lessons learned in this is so Disney's hurricane policy is it takes effect um, if your trip is within seven days of a hurricane announce or a hurricane warning announcement. So if you know, you're going this time of year or anytime during hurricane season, definitely keep an eye on that. And the one thing that I think saved us on this was that I didn't wait until the absolute last minute. One thing that I saw that a lot of people were doing is that they were sitting until the Thursday or the Friday going, you know, my flight comes in on Saturday. Do you guys think I should cancel and whatnot? Do not wait. If, if you want to get things changed, you need to get in there quick and also be patient because from when I started phoning, like every time I had to transfer to a different person at Disney, because I had to talk to multiple people between DVC and then changing my dining reservations, changing my uh, changing my Halloween uh, party reservations. All those were different departments. So every time they had to transfer me somewhere, and it was sometimes, you know, waiting half an hour, 45 minutes or longer to talk to the next person. So you got to be patient, but also um, like I said, don't waste time on it because the further that time goes along as they're leading up to a hurricane, the entire system just absolutely bogs down. So if you wait too long, you're basically stuck and then you can't do anything until after the hurricane anyway. So That's that's a really good tip. I wanted to ask you too, and I meant to ask you this. So you booked uh, Caribbean Beach. You booked with cash, not points. Correct, right? yes. Gotcha. Okay. Yep. So I, I know we kind of said that because they went into holding. So because you can book those resorts with points, but it's usually not a good deal to do that. Yeah. <laughs> and and the thing was, is that uh, um, I honestly I didn't even ask because at that point I, I just kind of wrote off using my points. And I don't know how much more effort it would have been to convert them to cash and then try and book because I actually had to move really fast to get my booking at Caribbean Beach because there was I actually saw just the one booking there. My wife actually saw it, and I jumped on it. And then at, by the time I was done booking, there was nothing else available. So yeah, I'm thinking it's probably going to be busy when you're there because all these people that rebooked that week to to that to to your week maybe you know or some people just canceled altogether. But if you have flexible travel times, then you could you know maybe people just delayed it a week. But well, yeah, so that's my question. So how accommodating was you know work? your son's school, all those things. Like how, how did that part work? So, so thankfully for both myself and my wife, our, our work was, they're very accommodating. Um, for myself, I, I work in it. So, um, I don't need to, uh, 
or scheduling time off is fairly easy because um, there's other people there that can backfill. Like I work on a team. Same thing with my wife is that, that we just, you know, talk to our bosses and they were very understanding about, you know, we were just moving it two weeks. Same thing with my son's school. And, and also again, the, the fact that we we were timing this in September um, if, the reason that we did this is that we wanted to have the minimum impact on his school. So, uh, again, they were, they were pretty accommodating with, uh, allowing us to shuffle it a couple of weeks. Yeah. That's really nice. Cause not every, not every work would be that way. <laughs> yeah. I, oh yeah, absolutely. So, <laughs> especially in the, you know, I don't know if things are different in Canada, but in the United States, it's like, <laughs> uh, it it does vary. I mean, it it depends yeah. on your employer. So <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah. Well, I I appreciate you sharing all that, Trevor, and uh, you coming on today. And uh, we're I know Damon and I were both pretty bummed for you uh, that everything happened the way it did. But the good news is, it sounds like you really got most of the things back that you really wanted to do. And uh, you know, you'll you'll still be able to stay at Poly in May. So yep. just have to delay a little bit more. But uh, but you'll be. You'll be heading out here soon, and uh, you won't have to wait too much longer, at least. So <laughs> exactly. So, so great. Um, I guess the next thing we should talk about is uh, so you know we did all the planning, but then um, it was actually kind of interesting watching how everything went with Hurricane Irma this time um, versus Matthew last year. Like the because um, of course we were very tuned into to the news and everything as as the hurricane rolled through and. Um, yeah, I don't know about you guys, but uh, I was uh, really impressed with how Disney dealt with the situation this oh, yeah. time. Yeah, I, I actually couldn't believe it. See, and I, I had heard mostly, I feel like mostly positive things with Matthew. I think the big complaint was food issues, if I'm remembering correctly. Food and the, the lines to get the food was ridiculous. The lines to get yeah. the food, yeah. And it, and it seemed like they, they were really smart this time where they took some of the buffet restaurants and opened, or, or even they turned, like, I think I read they turned uh, Ohana into a buffet. Yep. Um, and a couple other places that they just opened up these buffets. And it, it, I guess it probably, that probably helped a lot, I would think. Yeah. And it, it was like, it was a $20 buffet. So, you know, I mean, people really couldn't complain about the prices. Couldn't complain that much. Yeah. And then, <laughs> and then also too, I saw, I saw a lot of great videos on Facebook and, and other places of, they had the characters like, dancing and doing stuff with the kids and just you know generally keeping everybody really in a good mood like it just seemed like they were a lot more prepared this time than than last time yeah yeah and they i mean i saw pictures of people posting schedules of like all the events they were doing throughout the day and it was like literally every hour they had something going on in the lobby you know where it was like this at this time they have you know some sort of game they're doing and then this time they have disney trivia and it was just literally jam-packed throughout the whole day um i thought they were really clear with the instructions they gave to people and i i also saw that they never lost power or internet which i thought was pretty impressive yeah uh well because they have their own infrastructure right Exactly, yeah. right? So, <laughs> I don't know. Did you guys see those pictures of, like, the army of, like, the cherry picker electrical trucks parked in the Epcot parking lots? I did. Yeah. yeah, that, yeah. So, uh, yeah, again, the, their lead up to this was they they had everything in place. I even saw some uh, pictures of some of the preparation they did in Magic Kingdom uh, oh, yeah. where they, they put bags over the street lamps so that if anything happened to break the street lamps, you didn't have glass all over all over Main Street, like all over the place. Yeah, yeah. like it, it was, uh, it was super impressive. Really well how done. much work they did. 
the and one of the cool side effects of it too was they had to take down a whole bunch of like the scrims that were covering uh some of the things at hollywood studios yeah so like people got to see like grand avenue which we've talked about on this podcast a couple times even though that's going to be opening soon but people got to kind of see what that looks like and uh kind of some of the things that were covered up uh with construction material had to be removed so you could you could see the entrance to star wars land and all these things that hadn't been seen yet uh because of the hurricane now all of a sudden you could see which I thought was kind of cool, kind of a neat side effect of things. Yeah, and and again, for for anyone that's wondering, I mean, they, those scrims have to come down because they're literally giant sails. Which yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. they have to come down. Yeah. So so yeah, it was it, it was a very neat experience, and I'm going to take some time to to say this. If there happens to be any cast members listening to our podcast, um like i'm not even there but seriously like thank you for all the work that you did because like i said just watching from where we were and and watching how the whole thing was handled like the cast members did an amazing job so yeah i i definitely agree with that i know we have a couple of cast members that we've heard from that listen to this and uh yeah i'm sure the people that were there were very appreciative but like trevor said even from afar i was pretty appreciative of what they were doing it was pretty amazing you you really did not see i i swear to you i didn't see i don't think i saw one person complain on facebook with the exception of the one thing that went viral i don't know if you saw that one Mm -hmm. about the woman complaining about not getting daily housekeeping during the the hurricane (laughs) oh my gosh (laughs) Uh, yeah she was complaining about not getting daily housekeeping and of course predictably the comments uh were were pretty pretty rough on her yeah let's have some perspective (laughs) yeah exactly i mean it seems like they did from everything i saw it seems like they did a really great job and i I know some of my relatives in florida were even considering evacuating to disney world just because you know they're so well known and and some people might not know this too they're actually certified by the federal government in the united states as as like a hurricane safe place yep so it's it's a place where you can feel pretty safe during a hurricane and now that all that being said there was still some damage uh at disney there was a lot of uprooted trees uh you know around the resorts around the parks um you know especially in some of the areas where there's a lot of trees of course uh fort wilderness is i I think still shut down at this point uh i don't maybe by the time this gets posted it'll be back open again yeah um but and yeah the other ones too a lot of the the water rides they're still sorting those out because that's uh, so like cali river rapids jungle cruise Mm -hmm. uh because yeah it's it's hard to you know fish branches out and everything because you, you don't know what's in the water um yeah and i actually i actually read with jungle cruise that the that the building that keeps the that they keep the uh, boats in was badly damaged to the point where they couldn't even get the boats onto the track oh i didn't know that oh so yeah that that makes sense so and that's you know just i i read that on facebook so take that with a grain of salt that's not anything from disney so, well but. i mean i'll when i'm there i'll definitely have a look if it's still closed i mean obviously then yeah there, there's something substantial there that that needs to be fixed but uh i'll keep an eye out for that yeah and all the pictures i've seen it seemed like a day after everything was cleaned up i mean amazing yeah just amazing how quickly they can they can recover yeah. Oh, and, and one other thing I saw is, uh, I don't know, if, I'll, I'll try and snap some pictures of it if they haven't fixed it by then, but um, the Pet cemetery by Haunted Mansion actually took a hit. The, the whole side of the hill basically came down. And so that, that whole Pet oh cemetery, yeah, all the, all the little um, uh, busts that were in there of the, of the pets were all... Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah, they were all knocked over. And strangely, the, the one thing that was still standing upright at the end of it was um, there was the little... Um, I, I think it's uh, 
wrought iron or something, but it was Mr. Toad from Mr. Toad's Wild Ride was still <laughs> standing there just like, hey, guys, I'm all Mr. good. Mr. Toad lives. <laughs> yeah. Mr. Toad lives. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it's uh, – like I said, it'll be interesting um, seeing how it is two weeks out. Like, like it, you know, it may just be that everything's back to normal and we don't notice anything yeah. or there might still be, you know, little bits and pieces. But I'm, I'm expecting that they're going to be – you know, working on these things pretty quick. I would think so. They, they move quickly on that stuff. It's, it's, you know, I, I'm sure some of the cast members are still affected. Um, I saw that the, the famous guy that works at Grand Floridian, whose name's escaping me at the moment, I supposedly had his house destroyed or something. Yeah. He lives in assisted living and the place he lives at was severely damaged. So there's a, there's a, a campaign out to help raise money to help with his accommodations, which is really cool. But like, yeah, it's really yeah. cool. But you also have to be careful too, because you don't know what's legit and what's not. Right? Exactly. So, yeah, <laughs> I saw a couple people sharing that uh, don't donate to this. This isn't legit, or you know. Yeah. <laughs> so, so and this is when the scammers come out. Is when uh, you know things like this happen. Yeah, so. and actually, I guess that's another thing too. Is for anyone that's wondering, you know, about people in Florida, is I mean, the the obvious ones to donate to is like Red Cross is always there helping people. Um, but yeah, definitely. Yeah, if you're if you're gonna donate, have a look and make sure that that it's something legit and not just some guy asking for money. <laughs> yeah, trying to trying to steal money. So yeah, <laughs> so uh, yeah, so I think that's uh, I think we covered all the hurricane topics. I, I and uh, Damon, I mean Trevor, thanks for um, you know talking about all the stuff you did with with your uh, vacation. I think it's useful for the listeners to hear that kind of stuff because. We literally spent like half the whole episode last week talking about your trip, and then, and then we we had a couple of people write in, uh, you know, making sure that you were okay. So that was nice, and we we appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, and so we're gonna awkwardly transition into actually a listener e- listener email, which is uh kind of nice. We we heard from a listener, and uh, they had a question, and so we wanted to kind of talk a little about that a little bit. So uh, here's the que- here's the email, uh, and this is from Laura. Uh, so thanks for writing us in, Laura. We appreciate you listening to us. She wrote, love the show. I'm a new listener and going back and listening to some older podcasts to fill my brain with all this DVC knowledge that you have. And then there's a the smiley face. I have to say that. Uh, we're currently under contract at, uh, at for a, an SSR resale contract. We want to buy a small supplement contract through Disney to get a few extra points. And also the Disney Direct DVC discounts and benefits. What's the best way to purchase this? Same resort, same month. Will uh, will that combine the contract or keep them separate? I certainly don't want to jeopardize benefits by tying it to a resale contract. Thoughts? So I thought this was a good question. Yeah, and, no, and definitely. Da- yeah, this is a really good question. And I, I don't know what your thoughts are on this, statement, But, you know, for me, I mean, first of all, you're going to buy direct through DVC. DVC. You're going to call up DVC, right? Yep. So that's how you're going to start off. <laughs> and... Uh, so from everything, go ahead. David, I, go I ahead. think the, the first problem, though, that we run into, right, is few extra points. What is the minimum you can buy with DVC Direct? It's funny if you're not you adding that. on, right? Because is, will she technically be adding on? Like, can you add on to a resale contract? Yes, and so and then she can gain the she can actually gain the benefits. So, um, but you know, like how there's a minimum, um, yes. or you have an add-on. But when you buy resale, can you still do an add-on at DVC? I, that's a good question. I, I believe so. Uh, from what I've read, you know, you can the minimum you can do is twenty five points if you're paying cash and fifty points if you're paying if you're doing financing. So I, I yeah, that believe is a, that is an can. interesting question, though, right? Because does that only apply? Is that part of the benefit? Right? Is that only Disney Direct when you're talking about that, or is that anybody can do that? 
I think anybody can do that. As far as I know, but a new person can't do that. What's that? A new person can't do that. A new person couldn't do twenty-five points. No, that's what I'm saying. So So that'd be be interesting. Well, because I, I think you can still do the add-on even though it's resale because it's still Disney still has to approve the purchase, right? So it's still through kind of sort of Where's Nick? Disney. Where's Nick when we need him? I right? know, right? We need to get Nick Cotton <laughs> from uh, DVC Resale Market on to talk we're, we're about gonna, this question. We're, we're going to actually tag him, though, when we post this just to make sure that we're getting this right because he is definitely the person to ask. Um, yeah, so if it was me, what would I do? So if I, I would go same resort, same month. I think I would. I like to make my life easy, right? And that certainly makes my life easy where I'm not worrying about banking. See, I guess banking is what would get me, right? When I want to bank points, I don't want to think about banking 25 points at this extra day or time. And again, I, you know, Laura, I'm coming from a different spot because I've never not gotten to stay where I wanted to stay. I've Even when we had to wait list, I was waitlisted for a day. You know, I, I don't... I don't concern myself with that so much. Again, I've also been to pretty much all the resorts, so I'm not worried about having to switch resorts unless, you know, I have to go stay at the Caribbean like Trevor. But other than that, like, I'm not worried about where I stay. So I would personally probably keep the extra points at the same resort in the same month. That's me. I don't know what Tom would say, though. So I kind of would have a different idea about that. So, I, you know, for me, I like the idea of having 11-month priority at, more but, than one resort. But, but here's the question. So let's yeah. just say you go at 100. I'm going to make easy numbers. You have 100 points as your resale and then 25 points. And your resale is at Saratoga, right? Like just like hers. And yeah, then you yeah. buy 25 points at the Polynesian, right? Like is that add-on points? Like can you can you buy them somewhere else? I mean, I believe so, yeah. Well, okay. So, so, so they're still cuz they're still Disney con- at the end of the day they're still Disney contracts, right? So they're just not being bought directly through Disney. Okay. So well, let's go under that assumption for a minute. And then so you're okay. going to buy 25 <laughs> points at, let's say, the Polynesian, right? You can only – you can't use those resale points when you do your 11th month out booking, can you? Yeah, you should be able to, yeah. So as I, long as you're – I mean, you can I you still you get only home use resort the, privilege. You I thought you could only resort. use the points from that actual resort. Yes, you're there. correct. I'm sorry. I, I, I misunderstood the question. So, yes, you can so, only use the points so, that you What are you doing for... with 25 points? Booking a day? <laughs> I mean, really? I mean, sure, that's, that's, that's true, yeah. <laughs> I mean, so I, the 11-month part, yeah, not as much of a priority. <laughs> unless you want to just go. So, Laura, unless you want to stay one day wherever else you're booking or, or maybe two if you're getting like a studio somewhere on an off month. <laughs> That's yeah. that's how I look at it. That's why I'd rather have all my points sitting at the same spot. And again, I'm coming from a different spot. I, that seven month window is fine for me. I, I don't. Well, there's nowhere I ever want to go that bad. Yeah, and I mean, and truth, as long as you have flexibility there. I mean, if you're somebody that wants to stay at the same resort every single time you go, which for me, I like to check out all the different resorts. I don't like to stay the same place all the time. You know, I, mm-hmm. I like to go to different places. Um, I, I would say same use year. I mean, because I. I can't imagine managing multiple use years. I, I don't. Yeah, I don't want like I don't want to have to. Again, if I'm banking my points, I don't want to have to think about that twice a year. We almost always miss it every year anyway. Trying to bank points, they're <laughs> always like. I always tell my wife, like, you know, you have two days left, right? You know, you got two days left. You know, you better bank these points. So I'd rather not have to manage two of those. 
That's me. Yeah, personally. I, that would be that would be just complicated. You know, I, I think UCR is already a hard thing for a lot of people to just figure out. And to, it definitely to is. And, and so, even it, even I have trouble sometime and, and we've been doing it for a while. So, yeah, exactly. And that's and that's the thing. If you add another UCR in there. So and I know people have different opinions on this, but I, I mean, as far as I'm concerned, I think I think same same UCR is probably a good idea. Um, if, well, if, that's, the if other, you can get that. And here's know? the other interesting thing that right you, you have to think about is that. You know, the resorts are all, especially when you do 25 points, right? There, there can be a pretty big fluctuation in how much money we're talking about, can't there? Uh, I mean, yeah. And I mean, I don't know where Laura, she didn't really She's mention a, where she was looking to buy besides Well, she SSR, said it's but, the same resort would be Saratoga again then, right? Or we well, don't yeah. know what else, right? And I, I, I personally, and, you know, I'd love to, uh, Nick would have been great to have on for this, but, you know, for SSR, for, I mean, it just seems like it's the the contract's pretty far out at this point, right? So I don't. Need, how many years yeah. does it? It's not as far. It's not as left? far out as I wish it was. Right? Well, like, well, when no, I think about well, my contract, I guess what I mean is the, the the years left on the contract are not that many at this point compared to other resorts. Like, correct. If I were yeah, gonna that's do add that's on, the way to make me feel worse. Yes, exactly. <laughs> well, if I were going to do add on at this point, I would do it at like a Copper Creek or or wait well, for the Riviera or you know. But then again, that so if we were talking about so this is again another interesting thing to think about, Laura. So. If we're talking it, that money is an issue at this point because you're, you're talking about a few extra points. So when someone says to me a few extra points, and I'm definitely in the same boat, right? Money then is an issue because otherwise we'd all be saying, hey, so I want to buy you know 300 extra points. It doesn't really matter where I go. That would be a different question altogether. But if we're talking about a, a money thing, you know, Saratoga is going to be cheaper, especially if you already have points there. So yes, you, you have to think about the future and your contract will be up sooner. But for you know the here and now, <laughs> I mean, you're going to get more points for your money. Well, and, and not only are you going to get more points for your money, but then you're going to get access to the membership benefits, the discounts, the, you know, the lounges, the parties, all that fun stuff, too, you know, Correct. for that. And it seems kind of like Laura is really is interested in the, the discounts and the benefits, uh, you know, as, as more than anything. Right. So because otherwise, kinda, why would you want points? Yeah, that way. Well, yeah. Why would you buy direct points? I don't know. I, and again, I'm a different beast. While Nick may have talked me into thinking about resale, like I'd, we'd have to bring him on again to have him close that deal for me because <laughs> I, I want to hear him sell that to you on the podcast. That's I, you know, <laughs> listen, that would be great. Like if we could like do the contract right then and there. Yep. Shoot me over the paperwork. Let's look for one right now, Nick. <laughs> um, I'm still thinking about the Riviera as my next purchase, though, as we talked about previously. Um, well, but I would be never high buy point value, though. It's and that's expensive. fine. Um, yeah. But I'm not going to be looking to purchase 25 points at that point. Right. I'm probably going to go for 100 or something, you know, larger than that. Yeah. And I mean, that's a good place to buy into for, you know, to be right by. It, it doesn't even, you know, while they so. while they are expensive. You know, you're still always going to make your money back if you're a Disney person, right? Like, if you if you go and continue to go to Disney, like, even though, yes, Riviera is going to be more expensive than other places, I, I don't think it's going to be a bad investment regardless. Well, and that's, you know, if you look at, I saw somebody the other day uh, post on, a, on one of the Facebook groups, DVC is just a, a, a glorified timeshare and all timeshares are a waste of money. And I and that's just not true with DVC. It, it could be true with a lot of timeshares, but DVCs really hold their value quite a bit. They do. Um, and again, because I think the, and again, this is just not a knock on Disney, but because the prices go up so dramatically for the hotels over that same time span where a Marriott or, you know, might not go up proportionately as much so i think they're a better value than let's say the people that get the marriott timeshares just because the rooms has become so expensive and a lot of places don't have those windows where again you know thanksgiving will be you know expensive 
maybe Christmas will be expensive and maybe a few other times of the year, 4th of July or something. But outside of that, your prices pretty much remain static at, let's say, a Marriott. So, I, I again, they, they, Disney has sold me. They don't have to sell me twice. They might sell yeah. me twice, right? I don't know. <laughs> well, yeah, they're gonna sell. You're gonna sell you again, but maybe, yeah. uh, maybe it's gonna be Nick as opposed to. <laughs> and yeah. by the way, those of you that don't know who we're talking about, we're talking about Nick Cotton, who's one of the owners of DVC uh, Resale, um, and he uh, he was on one of our early podcast episodes. So you can actually go back and listen to that one. I think it was episode four. I want to say. But uh, I, I, I could be it's wrong. Okay, about we'll that. get an email if not. <laughs> Someone will correct us. I'm exactly. sure. Well, I'm, I'm sure, sure someone's someone. going to correct this whole situation we just talked about because we could just be wrong. <laughs> I mean, we we could be completely wrong, and we probably are. Uh, so, <laughs> but but no, I I you know so just uh, you know Laura, uh, you know for us the best way to purchase it, you know, call DVC, find out what's available because we're talking about you know this is all fine and good but you know there might not be a, a contract available for the same month uh that you have i have heard of you know i think the only one that's really out there right now is copper creek um i don't i think poly sold out completely i believe yeah but there's so, yeah so if is it you, is poly sold out already i thought i read that they were sold out but okay. I, I could be wrong about that i i thought i read that the other day i and wouldn't I'm mind sure, copper again, creek or you could just wait for riviera I, I mean, be like the cool kids. That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> I personally, I love Copper Creek. I mean, Wilderness Lodge is one of my favorite. I do resorts. like Wilderness. Yep. Yeah, it's such a great place, and I, I would absolutely. I think the next time we buy in, it will definitely be a Copper Creek or or Boulder Ridge. I mean, we might buy in at Boulder Ridge too. True, and true. For those that don't know the difference, by the way, because I saw this pop up too. Boulder Ridge is actually a separate building from the main Wilderness Lodge. It's kind of off by itself, um, and it was the the original, not the original you know dvc resort but the original one for that for that resort and uh what they did with copper creek is they kind of just took over half of wilderness lodge and just tore down the rooms and made them into dvc rooms so um that's kind of kind of just to explain to you guys what the, what that's all about so yeah so i i mean i laura i think it's a great question and i i, I hope this has helped you out a little bit or <laughs> unless we're completely you, wrong way. yeah or confuse you more um <laughs> But, um, you know, that's a really, really good question. And I would give DVC a call and talk to them about it. See what's available. See if you can get the same use here. Because uh, I, th- I do think that's ideal. And I think Damon feels the same way. And, uh, you know, and, and get the same resort if you want to. Uh, or if, I mean, you're going to buy a larger contract, maybe try to get another resort so you would get that priority. But, um, you know, I think it's a great question. And we really, really appreciate you writing in and asking us about it, Laura. So thank you for that. And thank you for listening. So, and and any of you that do have questions, please feel free to email us. We do try to answer these on the show if we get a question that we find particularly interesting. So, uh, thank you for that, Laura. Appreciate it so much. So, anything else you want to add on that, Damon? Before we uh... no, I'm ready to talk about the Halloween parties. Yeah, I'm actually psyched about this, and I I, I can't even go. Uh, <laughs> so I, I think it's really kind of cool, and I, I I'm really kind of annoyed that I can't be there for Halloween. But wait, for is this is this something different? What is this? Yeah, so this is different than this is specific for DVC. This is uh, and it's separate from Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party. So, but where is this, it? It's at well at Magic Kingdom and also at Disneyland. Hey, we don't care about Disneyland. Trevor's gone. Who cares about Disneyland? <laughs> we don't care. About Disneyland. <laughs> but it's it is there. So and and I actually these are pretty cool. Wait, so this so, is just just DVC, just DVC, and is it just on the thirty first? Yes, so it's just on the 31st. Uh, so it's not like when they do the Christmas parties where they have a bunch of dates where yeah, you can yeah, go, yeah. but these are just on the 31st. And so what this is, um, members and their guests can dress as their favorite character. Uh, they can. Uh, it's a, there's a DJ dance party. Uh, there's carnival games with prizes, face painters. 
character photo that you get along with it. There's Halloween desserts. There's treats. There's non-alcoholic beverages. There is a cost for this one as opposed to some of the other ones of 25 per person. But I think that's pretty reasonable, personally. Um, and for, it's two hours. Yeah, it's a couple hours. Yeah, so it is a two-hour thing. So it's a um, so at Disneyland, it's going to be a haunted mansion theme party. Which, gosh, I would love to go to. That would be so cool. Um, and it's going to be October thirty-first, obviously on Halloween, from three p.m. to five p.m. at the Grand Californian. At Disney World, they're actually doing two parties. Um, so they're doing one from three to five p.m. and one from seven to nine p.m. And that's actually at the Contemporary. And so, and, and basically, it's a pirate themed. You need tickets for this. Yeah, so you do have to you do have to book it ahead of time by calling DVC. So, okay. and you have to pay twenty five dollars for it. But, gotcha. That's not but, I mean, bad though. Twenty five dollars. It's not really not. It bad. really not, is not bad. Thing. And you seem like you got a lot for that twenty five dollars too. I mean, it does, it's not like it's just food. You know, yeah. it's like there's prizes. I mean, I'd be okay. You know me. I'd be okay with twenty five dollars if it was just desserts. To be honest <laughs> with you. <laughs> well, I would be too. Frankly, I mean, I, I would. I'd probably be okay with that too, especially. I mean, I'm sure they're going to go out. Well, first all of all, the face painters are going to probably be legit, right? Like we're not oh, talking yeah. about some carnival face painters, right? I think we're going to have some legit face painters. Here. <laughs> yeah, and to- that's exactly right, right? So there's going to be good face painters. Then you get a, you actually get a printed photo with a character too, which you know, if you just buy one photo at Disney, I don't, I don't even know how much that costs anymore, but it's a lot. <laughs> I want to say it's like between like fifteen and twenty five dollars. I think it's yeah. somewhere in that range. So I mean, it's it's right there. I mean, you know, for as far as Costco, and I know I, at first when I looked at it, I was like, okay, this is a cool free event. There's a lot of stuff for that. I, I didn't realize there was a cost until I, I saw later that there's twenty five. But even at twenty five, I'm I was okay like, with that though. Twenty five is not bad for all no. they're giving you. I yeah. mean. It seems like a really cool event, and so they announced these pretty recently. And uh, you know, I, I really wish I could go to it, but unfortunately, I won't be there for Halloween. So. I'll be on a cruise. I'll be on a Disney cruise, which they're having Halloween on the thirtieth instead of the thirty-first. Riddle me that. I don't understand That's, that. Why are they doing that? I don't know. Because Pirate Night is the thirty-first. Just the way I mean, they the could have moved Pirate works. Night to a different night. So yeah, how about could, move yeah. Pirate Night to the thirtieth and uh, Halloween to Halloween? Well, you know, I don't know about if this happens in your neighborhood, but like there, there used to be. I, I've heard in some other places that they will go trick or treating on like a designated night that's not Halloween. Yeah, they I, they don't do that in my neighborhood, but I've heard they don't do that in my neighborhood things. either. But I, I know back in my mom's in New Jersey that the, she was like, oh, yeah, Halloween's tonight. I'm like, what do you mean Halloween's tonight? It's they, like the 29th. <laughs> they did that as well. So in New Jersey, it must be a New Jersey thing. They would lock I it guess. up on a weekend instead of a school night. Yeah, exactly. You make it on the weekend. but yeah. I And I get that sort of, but I also Halloween's like... Halloween's still Halloween. Halloween is the 31st, man. So you can't I, just... Again, I don't know how Disney does that on a cruise. We're a little weirded out about that but uh, we'll, I'm assuming we'll, they're going to we'll have like trick or treating and stuff right I mean no there's not no? Um, I think well I think there's I think that there's there's like maybe some trick or treating in the you know the main area of the atrium but I think then other guests have decided that they're going to do another trick or treating I don't know I'm not involved in that I have my costume set up I, I have enough effort and thought going into my costumes that I don't really care about free candy when I'm on a cruise that has in theory, is unlimited, unlimited food. food. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not worried about a Kit Kat when I can go yeah. get ice cream at the end that's, of the day. That's a fair point. Yeah. Um, I, I just are they doing like a party or anything? So there is a big Halloween party. Correct is on the thirtieth, and then Pirate Night will be on the thirty first. Okay, so they are doing they're doing something. They it's are. Not, that's the okay. reason why we're actually going. Um, again, our friends had booked this trip, and we're tagging along as we normally do. And uh, you know, they want to do Halloween, so okay, we'll do Halloween because again. I wasn't a fan of it at the park, so I'll definitely try it on the high seas. 
<laughs> have has your cruise gotten affected at all by the hurricane? Because I know no, ours that, is an end of October. I know, but I I saw some of the port of calls. Um, you know that, that we're west some of the, anyway. Okay, so you're yeah, doing west. Okay, so you're not doing anymore. any of the ports that were going to be no. that, that have been affected. No, and we're we're kind of a stay in the ship sort of people. So, oh, okay, so you don't venture out anyway. Not all that often. I mean, I have kids to wrangle and things like that, and you know, keep safe <laughs> at the end of the day, right? So they're uh, we'll have a whole well, and we'll have a whole discussion about my cruise as we get closer. But oh uh, yeah, I'm ex- I'm actually looking forward to that because I I know. I haven't done one of the cruises. I've always wanted mm-hmm. to, so I'm I'm very curious to hear about which ship are you on too. I'd love to know. I, well, okay, so whichever one I'm, on, I think I'm on the Fantasy this time. Okay, but I've been on the other one too. Okay, you've been on one of the other ones. Dream. Too. Okay, yeah, dream. I've been on okay. the two new ones. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Sorry, we're talking about cruises now that we went off on like a tangent, but <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's good. I, it's it's interesting to talk about the cruises and and kind of some of the things. Well, I'm ready to on. like kind of like hop hop quickly over the next one because my my favorite one is favorite one's coming up <laughs> after that. It's an interesting topic, right? So, and actually, this was a pretty controversial one to be honest. I, people were kind of outraged when this one happened. What the after um, hours? When they originally uh, brought oh yeah it, that's like, right because the money associated with it exactly when they originally released this people were pretty mad about it so um, for those that haven't heard Disney After Hours is back they have put uh, new dates out for it and if you don't know what Disney After Hours is it is a premium event that basically gives you three hours after the park closes of just the people that paid for this event. So the park closes then you've got three hours to theoretically walk on pretty much any ride you want to. And so this is happening early in the year, January 19th, 26th, 30th, February 8th and 15th, and March 1st and 8th are the dates that they just released. And it is $119 when was per the person last plus one? tax. The last one? Yeah, when did they end that? Uh, they Damn, had some this Trevor year. Where's Trevor him? I know. I don't... Uh, hold on. <laughs> well, because I, I guess what I'm getting at is, is that by bringing it back, does this mean that this is something that we're going to see with regularity now? You know, that's a good question because I, I kind of felt like when they canceled it, when they, you know, didn't book any more nights, I thought maybe they gave up on it. Um, but, okay, so here you go. I got the dates from from 2017. They were the 20th, 27th uh, of January, February 2nd, 9th, 16th, March 2nd, and 9th. So it looks like they actually added more this year. Oh, so that that was it, though. It was only in January, February, March last year as yep. well? Yeah, in, in, in 2017. Yep. Okay, so we're not going to see anything. It doesn't look like we're going to see something that's across the board here for other you know months as well. Yeah, and, and I'm getting... I and mean, where is I'm it? Ass- it's not at every park, right? No, just at Magic Kingdom. And so I'm assuming part of the reason why they're doing it during the first three months of the year is those times are usually pretty dead okay. at, at, at Disney. I mean, slower anyway. Not, I mean, it's not completely dead, obviously, but slower for sure. Um, so so but, because it's just at Magic Kingdom, like, really, what are we talking about? So, yes, we get ice cream, beverages, and popcorn, but what else do we really get? Dwarf Mine Ride? Like, walk-on, walk you know, walk-on. Walk to on, what, though? Um, pretty much every ride. So yeah, it doesn't but, but, seem like they keep anything closed at, at Magic Kingdom for but, this But event, so. what is that ride that I'm really waiting for anyway? Uh, I mean, if you're a big, like, uh, Peter Pan's Flight, uh, you know. Uh. Yeah, that one is. <laughs> that You're right. That little area does get quite packed. That gets I to forget be, you about know, that. That one every day has like an hour wait, uh, you know, at least I, if you're like me and or Winnie I, I the love Pooh. Winnie the Pooh. Yeah. Winnie the Pooh can get long a space. I mean, Space Mountain, right? Space Mountain gets an hour wait plus yeah. every day. Um, if you're a big Thunder Mountain fan like I am, um, you know, and I didn't mean to say big Thunder. I meant <laughs> big, big Thunder Mountain fan. Um, I, you know, I, I would go on that ride 
10 times in a row. I, I just love yeah. that ride. So I, you know, for that, I, it would be good for that. I, I just, I personally would not pay $120 for three hours. That just seems like a lot for me. Ice cream, beverages and popcorn. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, you can, how much is a Mickey bar? Six bucks. I mean, <laughs> okay. And a soda. Okay. And popcorn. Yeah, so yeah. man, you could be at like, it might be down to 90 bucks already. Yeah, I, I like this math. We tried to do this math with that, with not the Avatar, but the Animal Kingdom one. Yes. <laughs> you like my math? I round up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so. um, I, I don't know. Again, I go often. So if you were to tell me that I was the person flying in from the UK during those times and I was only coming, pulling a Trevor and coming once every 10 years, I might do it. Right? That That's the thing. If I know I'm only coming once every couple years or 10 years or whatever the case may be, I I might do it. Well, and I kind of feel like this event, like I, I have the kind of the same feelings about this event. Like I do the other premium events where it's like, okay, yeah, I would probably do it once, like maybe once, but probably not. I mean, I'll, I say that, but I've done three different dessert parties that I've paid (laughs) for. So, and I mean, they were all for special occasions though. So it wasn't like it was just kind of out of the blue. I decided to do a dessert party. They were, you know, for a birthday anniversary, that type of stuff. So, um, well, probably not on your specific birthday or anniversary. But. Of course, it never is. <laughs> it never, it never is. It never is. Of course. So, so we have to talk about what I want to talk about. See, I, I have little things I pick out of each show that I really want to talk about. Yeah, go ahead. And and so that's the next topic here, which is the holidays at Disney. Man, I kind of, I kind of feel like I would skip over the first one, but Tom won't let me. So I'm gonna have to let Tom lead that one. It's a show. You know how I feel about shows. Well, it's it's not. I mean, it's a it's a projection show. So yeah. Disney, so basically, but I want to ask you before we get onto that, would you, so would you do this event or no, the Disney After Hours? Would you, is that something you would do? I don't do need to, the, right? So yeah, that, that's, that's the thing for me is that I don't need to. So again, being a different person in a different situation, I could, I, I'm not adverse to this, but I don't need to. Well, I almost feel like for DVC members too, this is not like, I don't know. I feel like it's not geared toward a DVC member, somebody who could go, you know, multiple times a year and or maybe AP or, True. you know, like, why would you do that when you could just go any time? You know, I don't know. But anyway, I just wanted to say that. So first thing, uh, just kind of some odds and ends here, but uh, holidays at Disney. So they've announced a they couple not new... odds and ends. When we start talking about food, that is not an odds and end. But go ahead. <laughs> hey, I am with you. You know, you know what we need to do? We need to get somebody from the Disney food blog on this on this podcast. That's a good call. Those people have they they take they they eat every single thing in those parks, and uh, I, I salivate reading the Disney parks blog. Yes. I mean not Disney parks blog, the Disney food blog. That's uh, next on our list. All right, if someone's yeah. listening, let's get yeah, let's get them on that because th- those people they eat all the food, and uh, yeah, no, I'm with you though. But uh, n- food aside, uh, there's yeah, a new talk holiday about the projection show. show. I'll snooze out for a second. <laughs> so they they've announced a new holiday show at Hollywood Studios. Um, you know, I've noticed they've been announcing a lot of things like this at Hollywood Studios, obviously because there is a kind of a lack of attractions at the moment yeah, there. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, uh, and that's understandable. I mean, I think most people show up to Hollywood Studios understanding that they're, you know, there's, it's going through a massive overhaul at the moment. So, um, you know, so they're adding kind of some of these little things here and there to kind of help with that. So this is a projection show that will be actually on Sunset Boulevard. Um, if you don't know where Sunset Boulevard is, uh, you know, I'm using a term that you don't know. Uh, when you get into the park and you make that right to go to Tower of Terror and uh, Rock and Roller Coaster, that's Sunset Boulevard down that way. And so it's going to be uh, actually projected on the Tower of Terror as well, um, which I thought to myself, I was like, how are they going to make the creepy Tower of Terror look like all Christmassy and stuff? Like, how is that not going to clash? But I'm sure I don't they'll know. pull it off. 
I'm sure they will. I don't worry I mean, about stuff like that. They're pretty good at that. They're pretty good at that. And I mean, they may, they managed to make the Chinese theater and, and at the front of the park, you know, the, uh, a movie screen, and you don't even really notice it. And so I, I don't worry about that either. Um, but so there's going to be character moments in this. Uh, so there's Toy Story characters, Muppets, Frozen, Minnie and Mickey, um, those types of things. So it's going to be a, a kind of a fun show. But that's you know they're also bringing back uh, the um, uh, gosh, why am I blanking on the name of it? Uh, the Jingle Jingle Bam show, you know what I'm talking about? You're talking There's about a, a show, right? Yeah. So you, you think I'm going to remember? Where's about Trevor it? when I need him? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we actually lost. For those of you that are wondering, we lost Trevor a little early today, so that's why he hasn't said anything. He's he's okay. Um, he he just had to drop off. So it's a Jingle Bell Jingle Bam. Sorry, my fault. So uh, I believe that's coming back as well, and that's a projection show on the Chinese theater right there. So uh, that's something else that's going on. But go ahead, Damon. Talk about your Epcot International Festival. I want to hear all I, I don't even this. know about it. So I, I just, <laughs> I, I read something and I got excited. That's what I was kind of waiting for you guys to, you know, oh, okay. let me you know want, more about it. But right. I guess cool. it, there's new food, right? Our yeah. big thing is we, we're going to try to hit every holiday at, at the parks. And that's the way to do it. My, my wife had a very bad experience at Christmas when she was younger at the parks she went and she, you know, was with her dad and her sister and they both got the flu and she was like, it's just, again, she's probably going to listen to this. So I can't say too much. But that being said, <laughs> so she had a very poor experience at Disney. She was like, I don't know, 12 or 13 walking around the parks by herself. Okay. So she's kind of been like, ah, I have no interest in going to Disney over Christmas where I'm like, oh, my goodness, I'm going to do every single holiday we possibly can at Disney. So. I think I may have brought her in with the fact that there's food, right? Because everyone loves food. So I, I guess Epcot is doing the replacing holidays around the world, which I don't even know what that is. I see. I love these things because I don't know anything about <laughs> you this. Learn all sorts <laughs> I, I learn all sorts. Of, I'm, the, I'm the common man in this. <laughs> and um, so, People appreciate that you're the common man. In I this, hope though. so. I, we, we get reviews about that all the time. <laughs> that they appreciate that. So. <laughs> anyway, so, I, what is, so is this going to be – I think the big thing is that they're not taking down the wine and food um, – buildings right isn't that like kind of the big the big thing kind of it's it's almost in a weird way like an extension of food and wine yeah uh, for like you know another couple which have you been and- to I have never been to. I've always wanted to Darn, go. it's awesome. <laughs> Man, I want to go it so bad. It's so good. I, the, the whole point, like my wife and I, are we love the most about the parks, is besides the rides and everything, is, is well, the you food. You only go half the rides two. anyway, so. We, I know, yeah, I know. <laughs> but that's okay because I only eat half the food because I don't eat beef or seafood. So you know what? That's See, okay. I don't eat beef or seafood either, Damon. I don't oh, know well, if then, you do that. But it's, yeah. <laughs> well, then, you're really, then you're really missing out on half. We are on the same page. I don't eat beef or seafood either. But I can tell you at Food & Wine, there's still a lot of good stuff there. And I Oh my gosh! But I don't yeah. really drink either, so that's, uh, I'm not a wine drinker. I can't drink wine, uh, but okay. I, I would still, you know, I have a beer here and there, but not like you know wine. I don't but really basically, like beer, but now, yeah, now we're totally tangenting. Okay, yeah, we're totally tangenting. So, so back back to the food. So it's an extension of food and wine. But does it, here's the thing: does it feature like holiday food? Yeah, and so that's, that's the cool awesome. thing about it. So like, there's going to be an American holiday table. And by the way, this is oh, I heard running. there's turkey there, right? There is, yeah. Yes. And this is going to be running from November 19th to December 30th. And so they're going to have, um, it's yeah, they're going to have roast turkey, pork tenderloin, uh, and you know, it, that's all they kind of really mentioned in this release. So, and then it says memories of grandma's kitchen. So I'm going to assume some other kind of stick to your ribs. But are they of, doing? Are they doing things? It's from around the world, so there's not going to be other things from like let's say Norway's grandma's kitchen as well right yeah it kind of seems that way I, you know there's there's some details about that I mean they're, they're really saying holiday sweets and treats and I guess at, at, at Mexico they're going to have mariachi dancers uh, doing a Feliz Navidad and 
you know, there's they're going to have so, some so like this Mexican is, stuff. This is the trip where I'm trying to talk my parents into buying points for me <laughs> <laughs> because everyone wants to go. But, you know, again, my parents keep talking about buying their own DVC points. And I keep telling them, like, hey, you should, right? If you can continue to go, I think you can make your money back rather quickly. That's just my personal opinion on DVC. That's me. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, So, you know, especially if you go during high, you know, cost times, let's say. Yeah, high traffic times. Yes. Um, So this is what I was, like I said, I was trying to talk them into. I think I'm going to do this next year. I, I think I'm on board for this. So my whole game plan would be to be able to... Let's see. So I'll have sold my house by then and have extra money left over before I move into my new house, buy some more points, and then go for this. <laughs> I have a real big go. plan here. I like I like your big plan here. This yes. is <laughs> I, I want to be is... around three hundred points between That's... you and me. That's where I'd like to be at. Between you, me, and all the all the listeners. All the other listeners. <laughs> yeah, I, I'd like to be at about three hundred points. That would make me feel good. That would be a good place to be. Um, with, with five people, that's a yeah. good number. Because again, my thought is eventually my kids will have kids. And then I got to worry about that. So let me get like 300 points. That you way bring your grandchildren. Though. I can go yeah. finally stay at the one place I've wanted to stay forever, which is the Treehouse Villas, right? Oh, man. I've always wanted to do that, too, actually. They're expensive, though. They're a lot more points than you think they'd be. They are. But again, if you're going to bring 12 people, not so bad. Worth it. Yeah. True. Worth it. So, But so just to talk about this thing a little bit more. So there, there is seasonal food there. Um, mm-hmm. and, and there's holiday kitchens all around. And um, there's live musical productions. Um there's beverage specialties. I think in the past I've seen things like, uh, you know, some spiked hot chocolate and, uh, you know, some different things like that. So I'd be uh, all about this. I'm going to shoot for it. I'm shooting for it. This, I mean, I think it looks pretty cool. There's also going to be like a little like scavenger hunt type of thing too. uh, the Chippendales Christmas tree spree. Like the Kim possible one or what's the, what's the one that's there now? Uh, Phineas Ferb or is that not gone too? I think that is, yeah, I think that is no, 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 no. It's, um, Oh gosh. Someone's going to write in and tell us what it was because we're just blanking on this. But it's um, I I can't remember. And I know you know what it is. Finish and Ferb. You're right. Yeah, that's okay. what it is now. So this is uh, what this one is. It's like you uh, you purchase yeah, a Agent P's. Yeah, yeah, Agent P's. That's okay. what it is. Yeah, and so you you uh, purchase a map and you you kind of go and look for uh, on, for Chip and Dale, and then you put a once you spot them, you put like a sticker where you are on the map, and then you bring the map back to Disney Traders. And uh, they give you uh, a festive surprise, as they say. So, <laughs> yeah. So this is a fun thing for kids, I would say. You know. Yeah. Kind of Again, and the food's always good for adults. I I got a lot more out of Epcot this time around. There was something to be said about relaxing Epcot versus crazy ride Epcot, right? You know, I don't it, think Epcot was ever meant for that. It's so funny. Like two trips ago. We did. We like really took our time in the World Showcase. Like really yeah. took our time. Usually we kind of blow through it. This time we went into every single shop. We went and, and did like all of like the 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 Circle Vision three hundred and sixty videos. You know, mm-hmm. like the one for yeah. Canada and like the the one for <laughs> Canada. Um, Who's that Canadian guy? Oh, he's gone already. <laughs> he's gone. Yeah, it's not fun not to make here. fun of him when he's not yeah. even here. Yeah. I, well, now we'll really find out if he listens to the podcast. That that's true. Because <laughs> <laughs> he'll comment later. Um, but but you know, so we did all that. We like explored the stores. Like I, you know, we I've did too. And here's the thing: I the thought best. that I did that last time, and I still saw new stuff this time. I was like, nah, I've already explored everywhere. And I'm like, nah, there's a lot more to Epcot than you would think. 
Oh, there really, really is. is. If you take yeah. the time, like that Moroccan restaurant. Have you been to that Moroccan restaurant? Kind of back, like tucked back in the uh, in the back. I, of I've Morocco? passed it a few times. I don't necessarily care for the food that they offer, but I've seen it a few times. Yes. Well, no one, no one even goes in there. Like we had lunch there one time, and there was literally like two other people there. Yeah, well, maybe, <laughs> and it was a great atmosphere. The food maybe was people good. People don't like Moroccan food. I don't know. I don't happen I don't to care know. for it, so that's all. <laughs> I well, you know, I'm a little bit of a picky eater, so the the food was limited for me as well. Mm-hmm. But um, I found something. You know, they had okay. chicken. As long as as long as the place has chicken, we're good. Um, so <laughs> yeah, I just I can't do mushrooms or curry either, though. Man, Damon, we have like this exact same taste, man. Yeah, mushrooms gross me out, and yeah, curry's not a thing for me either. Well, so. so what did you get? What what kind of food did you get then? So what did oh, you gosh, it was get? like a there was like a chicken dish that they had there that was really good, and they had like there were some side dishes. This was a couple years ago, so I'm not remembering exactly what we ate, but um, we were also drinking, trying to drink around the world at that time too. Okay. Yeah, okay. so we were a couple countries in, and that was the one we failed miserably. We only made it like four or five countries, and. Everyone got really sick and didn't feel good. <laughs> so, it was yeah, after the shots we took in Norway. We, the, the biggest mistake we made is we went to Norway and we asked the Norwegian people that were working at the booth. It's like, so what kind of alcohol should we get? We're trying to you know, drink around the world. And I swear to you, they like looked at each other and it's like, let's like trick these Americans into having the worst thing we have here. You know, wait, wait, did you do the couscous with chicken? Yes, I, th- I believe that's what I had. Yeah. Okay. I had to look yeah. it up. Yeah, I could do was, that too. I could see that, that that being good. You know, it's funny now that I actually look at this menu, I probably would like eating there. I just kind of passed it kind of like, oh, yeah, yeah, whatever. But no, it looks like there's some pretty good stuff there. I believe it's a hidden gem at World Showcase. It's one of those places that, I, like I said, I mean, we had lunch there during, you know, we were there in July. Okay. It's a busy time of year. Did you and have we the dessert for, though? Oh, gosh. What did we have? What do, what's the, what are the desserts on the dessert menu? This Crisp, was years ago, so it might be different crispy now, pastry topped with vanilla ice cream and sprinkled with cinnamon, powdered sugar, and toasted almonds. That sounds like something I ate. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> See, I usually try to save my dessert for they they have the um, croissant donut at, at the World Showcase, which is delicious, and then also the French yeah. bakery is like I've had I'll the t- croissant donut so many times though. I kind of feel like uh, yeah. I tear it I up in the French crepes, bakery though. though. The, the oh, French am, bakery. Uh, I see. We just, always get crepes. That's our go-to. Always I also usually will what. just go into the caramel shop, too, in Germany, too, and just smell. I don't even need to eat anything there. I just <laughs> go and smell in there. <laughs> so, although sometimes I'll get some stuff there, too. But <laughs> anyway, we're, ta- we're way off topic, but that's okay. This is our last topic, so we can, you know, say whatever we want. So, <laughs> yeah. so, so that's on my list, my to-do list. I don't yeah. know. I want to go, I want to go 4th of July. I want to go Thanksgiving, Christmas, those, those sort of things. Halloween, like I said, was... The Halloween party was not great for me. We'll see what Trevor has to say when he comes back. I just thought <laughs> I've seen good reviews of it this year. Honestly, I think I think they've progressively made it better too. Could be, could because you haven't been in a couple of years, right? Correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is correct. So. It was just so packed I, that, that that ruins it a little bit. And again, we made a bad bad character pitcher call. The, the, yeah, the you, seven you waited. Bad. Yeah. yeah, bad bad it call for like, us. Seems like that's kind of your fault, though. I mean, <laughs> well, well, first of all, there should never be a three hour line for anything, and then they that's, get up and okay, leave right a, before. So that's, that's a fair point. No, yeah. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. <laughs> so. But yeah, no, I'll, I'll I'll give you that. But uh, I I've seen a lot of good reviews of it, so I, I I would think that it's pretty good. I would check. I would definitely check it out if I were taking a vacation then. But it's it's so hard, you know, uh, when when you can only go on vacation certain times a year, you you really miss out on a lot of that stuff. And that's true. Man, I want to go to food and wine so badly. I might just do like a long weekend trip just to go to food and wine. But I think that's also another game plan, right? So if I can get up to, let's say, 300 points, I can all of a sudden get an annual pass, start making long weekend trips. That, yeah, that's, exactly. that's the overall game plan. While I like Disney for the week, there's two trains of thoughts that are going on in my head. 
A week's not enough. So if I'm going to do Disney, let's do two weeks. And if I'm not going to do two weeks, I'd rather break that time up into weekends. So a couple longer weekends rather than one week. That's what I started to think in, in my own head after, you know, I've been there for, you know, 13 years every year. Say 13 years, maybe. I, I think I've been consistently for 11 years now. Every, si- every single so, year you never took a break? No, I think we had a break in the beginning when, when we had the kids when they were just, my first kid was just, you know, so young. But then, you know, we started to go. And then my, my daughter, we had her as a baby because we had the other boys and we weren't skipping any years. So I think that, you know, those are great trips. But as the kids get a little bit older, those weekend trips are also nice as well. Well, you know, it's interesting you bring that up because we actually we have a, a really faithful listener that writes in a lot uh, named Jim. And uh, hey, Jim. Um, but uh, Jim is down. He really relocated to Orlando to be closer to Disney. And um, he was telling me he's a DVC member that lives in Orlando. And it's like, so then what do you what do you do with DVC when you're living in Orlando? Right. Yeah. And so he was telling me that he uh, he does short trips like so he'll he'll kind of resort hop, right? So he'll yeah. do like a long weekend trip. Like a, he'll, so he'll be like, book like two nights, like a Friday and a Saturday mm-hmm. or like a Thursday and Friday at one resort. And then a couple, uh, another month he'll do a couple more nights at a different resort. And I was like, that's a really cool way to use DVC. That's very different. Yeah. You I mean, know? eventually I'm going to be a Disney bus driver. So when I get down there and do that, <laughs> I listen, that's, that's the game plan. Uh, you know, every time my wife and I go to Disney, we like, by the end of it, we're like, what we should, what are we doing? Let's just quit our jobs already and just get some dumb job working as a re- at a register here. <laughs> yeah. Know? That would be, that would be interesting. Our, our friends here, their daughter is there on the college plan. So she is at, I want to say wilderness lodge on the, the cash cool. register now. And they do it as you can do it in the summer, you know, in between, you know, your college years. And there's a few colleges that, do this or right after you get I think you have up to six months until after you graduate to do the same thing so she's down there on this plan she I think her degree is in like hotel management or something like that so she's getting that Disney experience while she's down there working and doing all that Uh, that's also very what, interesting what better place to intern if you're if you're a hotel management major right i mean oh, gosh yeah. i mean and then here's the question so we kind of were talking to her parents and said, well, what if they offer a job i was like if someone offered me a job at disney and i could go back and do it again i would stay there i don't know if i'd come back so she was thinking that maybe she would do her graduate work in florida because <clears throat> i think that disney will pay some portion of your graduate work you mean, oh, you mean your graduate money yeah uh, yeah, you, I've got I've got two friends that did the, the Disney program and right after college started working there and I'd still work there. So yeah, I think <laughs> that's what I would have done. I would have been stuck there. The, the, the only thing is, though, and while I agree with our listener, it's great to be close. I don't know. I feel like that ruins a little bit of the magic for me by being there all the time. It makes it a little less special, I guess. A little right? less special. Yeah. Then yeah. I might actually have to go to Disneyland. And who wants to do that? I don't want to do that. <laughs> if only Damon were. Oh, Damon. Oh, my gosh. If only Trevor were here to defend himself. <laughs> this is great because he can't say anything about it. He yeah. really can't. No, no. He's, he's not even here. So, I mean, maybe maybe he'll comment later. <laughs> <laughs> so, I think that's all we had, though, this time, right? Yeah, yeah. Do you want to wrap this thing up? I, I, so, because of the hurricane, there weren't a whole lot of rumors going around. Uh, you know, the kind of the Disney news has been really dominated by hurricane coverage. So Exactly. <laughs> we. We, we don't have our normal rumor segment, which is really disappointing because we love speculating on stuff. So. I love that. That's my favorite part. That's so. my favorite, too. I'm really kind of sad there's no rumors. So do you want to well, wrap us up? <laughs> well, well, hopefully some people will send more questions because like Tom said before, we do love questions. So that is welcomehomepodcast at gmail.com. 
Um, our website is welcomehomepodcast.com, which is really just has some background information and just gives us a presence on the web. I'm kind of too lazy to keep it always up to date. Anyway, <laughs> so yes, we'd love some questions. So let's see. Social media. Facebook. We love honesty on this show. We let you behind <laughs> <do>. the curtain. <laughs> Facebook is probably the, if you want to deal with us on social media, Facebook's probably the best. And it is at Welcome Home Podcast. You can get us on Twitter. I don't know. I don't ever check Twitter. I don't know if Tom does. So I don't know. So that's well, at Welcome Home Pod. All the po- all the posts on Twitter are just retweets of the things that are on our Facebook. So there we go. Just and to be then, honest, and on Instagram, <laughs> it's Welcome Home Picks, which Trevor did say he was going to take some pictures, right? He did, and he's going to put them on our Instagram. So, so I took pictures to be, and put them on Facebook. So, <laughs> if anybody wants to be a social media intern for us, you know, we, we, could, we could use the help. That would be <laughs> so, wonderful. Oh man! Um, so great. let's see if we could get some reviews on iTunes or any other service that you use use to listen to us. That would be great. Again, we can continue to do this longer and more often. The more listeners we have, and that being said, should we have anyone that would like to solicit us? to be a sponsor we would love that so keep that in mind anyone else listening yeah if you have a disney product you want to sell just uh, let us know we'll 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 be we'll be a part of that so uh yeah and don't forget to subscribe to welcome home podcast so you can be reminded every time we release a new episode uh you know that way as soon as we post one you'll uh, get a little alert that says welcome home has posted a new episode uh you can find us on itunes google play tune in stitcher just about any podcast app that's out there we are there and uh just a reminder to our listeners as always that uh we are for entertainment only we are not employed by walt disney company and as such all opinions expressed on the show are our own so please consult your dvc representative for more information uh, especially all the stuff we did when we talked about the listener email (laughs) (laughs) we probably got so many things wrong but (laughs) so consult dvc please before you know (laughs) going forward with that so um you can find me on princecharmingvacations.com for your disney planning needs and damon you can find me on bsckids.com where i'm talking about ducktales all over the place so yeah the, lots DuckTales and lots fan. of ducktales when, yeah. when when are the next episodes that come out third okay so soon, and, soon and, enough. and disney just released new pictures today so we're all excited well, hey maybe the, the maybe boys. the next episodes will make you happier right so yeah yeah there we go it was just a pilot that just came out. So. It was just a pilot. So, again, yeah. I, I have some good feelings, but we did see Gyro Gear Loose. Oh, now I'm going to just take this. Tom's probably going to cut this out anyway. So we <laughs> no, saw Gyro I, I, Gear Loose, which was awesome, <laughs> even though he's totally different than the comics and the show. And we just got a picture of the Beagle Boys and Mom Beagle. Ma Beagle. So that's always interesting. Yeah. So that's, I mean, it, it, it could get a lot better, you know, and, and maybe you'll so stay tuned for our spinoff DuckTales podcast. <laughs> <laughs> One of Me, these Tom days we're spinoffs. Yes. <laughs> so, anyway, thank you guys for listening to Welcome Home. We really appreciate it. Join us next time for more Disney Parks discussion, more Disney Vacation Club talk. We hope to see you all real soon. This is Skipper Albert Awall, the voice of the jungle, signing off from Welcome Home Podcast on the DVC. How she can cuddle is no man's affair. I looked around from pole to pole, found her in a sugar bowl.